0: Let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and you're tuned in to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is the place where we expose and inspire you to make certain that you are receiving from some of the greatest thought leaders on the planet. We certainly appreciate you so much, and all of you who continue to support this podcast receive strategies that can help you navigate the area of leadership. We believe that it's essential that we pour into next-level leaders. Thank you so much, all of you who are supporting this podcast. You have been incredibly supportive and I hope that you will continue to do so by sharing it with someone who you know needs to hear these various principles we share. Share with me at josephwalker3 on Instagram. I would love to connect with you, hear from you. It means everything as we continue to grow together and be the leaders that we all know we can be. We are evolving. That's the beauty of it, right? We're in this evolutionary process, and it is critical as next-level leaders that we are always learning, always gleaning. Iron sharpens iron. So that's why you are here today. Today we're going to talk about something that I know everybody's passionate about, and that is taking care of you. You know, it is so important for leaders to do that because I've seen so much burnout. I've seen leaders operate subpar levels all because they have taken care of everyone else and they have not taken a moment and taken care of themselves. Now, what I'm going to say today is really going to be therapeutic for you. It's going to be cathartic for me. I hope that you really take a moment and listen to this from start to finish because it is important that you understand the gifts, the energy, the effort that you put in, it absolutely makes a difference. But you have to make certain that you refuel and that you really put yourself in a position where you can operate at optimal at all times. Part of that is really coming to a place where you really, really embrace this idea of taking care of the CEO, right? <laughs> you got to take care of you. And I say CEO because you are the CEO of your cell. Think about it from that perspective. That if I don't take care of this vessel, this mind, this spirit, if I don't take care of all of who I am, how could I be effective in any capacity in the things that I attempt to do? I talk to a lot of leaders out there, many who are experiencing exhaustion. You know, there's a physiological response in our body, metabolical response when we're in a place of fight. When you fight there's certain things that elevate in your body that says it's time to fight it. When those things are over, when the fight is over, the acute moment of stress is over, your body goes back to a place of rest. But when you're dealing with the things you're dealing with now, pressures on your job, the expectations of community and family, COVID-19, all the things that are happening in society, you're always in a mental and physical space of fight, of survival. And when you're a leader, you're leading people through that, it's like you never have a moment for your guard to come down because you're constantly thinking and planning and strategizing and it's like a constant fight. And as a consequence, the exhaustion is very real. What you are feeling is absolutely real and you're not the only leader who's feeling it. Do I have your attention now? I wanna give you some things that I believe are important. And the first is, Be honest about where you are. You got to be honest about that. You cannot continue to gloss over where you are by saying, I'm fine. I'm good. Oh, everything's well. You have got to be honest. You know, when your cell phone has a low battery, it doesn't matter who you're talking to. It doesn't matter how important a call. Your cell phone will give you a signal and say, low battery, low battery. If you don't take that cell phone and find a charger and plug it up, your cell phone could care less about the next call you have or about what you have to say on the call that you're on. It is giving you fair warning, it's about to shut down. When you listen to your body, you listen to where you are, your mind and all of that, it's giving you a warning. It's telling you, I'm about to shut down. You find yourself becoming a little short with people you find yourself not necessarily receiving clarity regarding the vision your creative edge is slipping a little you may need to listen to your way you are and be honest about that and say i'm not in a good place i need to take care of me and i say this from a from a very healthy place in terms of us understanding The idea of taking care of yourself means that you have done all the right things in terms of taking care of other people, putting things in priority and perspective and all of that. And now comes the time you can realize you're not a selfish person, but sometimes you have to be just a little selfish about you, about who you are and where you're going in your own life. So you have to know where you are so you don't end up crashing. and Then you become bitter. You blame other people for allowing this to occur in your life. The second thing you have to do is really overcome the guilt of taking care of yourself. And there is a sense of guilt in that. I get it. The people think, you know, well, if I take care of me, if I think about myself, I'm being selfish. I'm such a selfless person. And we glorify and romanticize this, right? The idea that I'm just out here for other people. I'm doing all this. And and we romanticize that to a fault. We already understand that your ethics are right. Your ethics are in alignment. We know that you care about people. We know that you want to do the right thing and that you do it. You make decisions every day of your life around doing things that are going to benefit other people. But at the same time, you have to overcome the guilt about what it means to really take care of you. So you can't go through life taking care of everybody else and then feel guilty when it's time to take care of you. You have to get to a place, and and, you know, it's really okay to come to a place in your life where you say, I got to think about this. I got to take care of me in this process, and a lot of people feel guilty about it, man. I would do something for myself, but no, I would go do this, but no, because you allow the guilt to come into your space. You've got to overcome that guilt, and you got to realize how essential and important you are to the organization more importantly, to your family and to yourself. The third thing I want to talk about is really physical health. See, a part of taking care of yourself has a lot to do with working out, keeping your body in optimal shape. You know, talk about health a lot, and I want you to think about it from this perspective. There's a purpose on your life. The only way to fulfill that purpose is that you must be in physical condition in order for that to come to fruition in your life. I'm often fascinated by the ministry of Jesus Christ. And we see Jesus Christ fulfilling his purpose, which was to come to die on Calvary. But we don't recognize that Jesus experienced excruciating pain and torture on the way to the cross. And had he not been in shape, physical shape, he never would have been able to endure carrying that cross up Golgotha's hill. The fact is that we fulfill our purpose when we are in optimal shape to do it. What's the point of working your life away and not being able to really enjoy it because you have to spend all your money on medications and you spend all your money on stuff all because you did not take care of yourself? See, physical health means you got to work out, which helps with the stress. 15 minutes, 30 minutes a day. I try to get 30 minutes in every single day of something, walking, intentional workouts, you got to think about this. All these preventative diseases in your life and your family bloodline, they're preventative for a reason. You don't have to have diabetes. You don't have to have high blood pressure. But it's about your lifestyle. It's also about what you're eating. 80% of it is what you're eating. 20% working out. If you learn how to eat right, put the right things in your mouth, isn't that amazing? Your one little mouth controls everything in your body, what you put in there. And you've got to think about that your mind is telling you, I got to do better. You get on the scale, I got to do better. But you keep putting all these negative and poisonous things in your mouth that have these lasting effects on your physical health. See, what you eat in your 20s and your 30s, they'll treat you for in your 40s and your 50s. Think about it from that perspective. I've got to be mindful of my physical health, take care of myself. And I don't have to always be like this picture of You know, this Instagram model picture kind of stuff. But I I do have to make certain that every day I'm doing a little something and I'm eating right to make sure I take care of me. I don't want to be wheezing on the way to my office. I don't want to be missing deals because I'm out of shape. I want to show up and be sharp. Which leads me to the next principle about mental health and meditation. See, part of that is making certain that you're mentally sharp sitting at the table making deals and trying to get things done. You can't afford to be tired, slothful. You got to get into a place where you're like at the optimal space of your mental capacity. And that's about understanding right now there's so much going on, mental health challenges are very real. You're absorbing a lot, taking a lot of blows. and You got to be mindful of that. And sometimes you have to learn how to move into a space of meditation. I found that when I'm still, when I pray, when I listen to the right music and feel my spirit with things that are positive, it helps my mental health. Mental health is so important. You can't keep turning corners like a car and never tapping the brakes. You gotta be still. Even the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. That's why it's so important for us to absolutely make certain in all the hustle and bustle and chaos. Find your place in your home whatever that place may be, and just say, this is mental health. Go outside and sit on the porch or on the balcony. Get your favorite chair and get to a place where nobody bothers you. Put it on your earphones and close your eyes and just sit there and just meditate, talk to God. I guarantee you. See, because what that does is leads to my next principle about knowing when to turn it off, knowing when to rest. One of the things that I think contributes to the guilt we associate rest or inactivity with being lazy, when you are a high-level leader and you're moving, at the pace you're moving, and you're producing at the pace you're producing, the cessation from work is often associated with just being completely and absolutely lazy. But you're not being lazy. What you're doing is being intentional about rest. Have you ever thought about this for a moment? The root word of restoration is rest that you cannot be poured into, restored back to yourself until you're in a place of rest. And that's why it's important to understand the need to be poured into, to know when to turn it off, to have cutoff bonds. There's moments in my life where I just cut it off. Every single day I have to because I'm so progressive and my mind is always thinking about the next thing, the next thing, and the next thing. And I have to have a hard stop not a soft stop. I have to declare that I am shutting down work and I'm going to pick up and enjoy the things of my life. What does it mean to work like that and never enjoy your home, never enjoy your children, never enjoy your family? What does that mean if you're not doing that? You're just working to work. At some point, you have to just sit back and walk around your house, you know, read a book, go and watch my movie you wanted to watch. Just sit in your own house and thank God that you have a house. Enjoy it. You know, plant a garden. Do something like that. You just can't work yourself into the ground thinking that this is glamorous. This is what makes me the leader I am because I'm always working on something. You got to know when to stop. Restore. And you know one of the most marvelous passages is in uh, the 23rd Psalm. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He restored my soul. I think that that is so important because it suggests that if you don't stop voluntarily, that God will make it happen involuntarily. You think the organization can't go on without you. That's the problem. What are they going to do if I'm not there? Get sick enough. End up in the hospital. Or, God forbid, die. Watch how quickly they'll move on without you. You have to understand, you don't take care of you and pause and stop and carve out some concrete vacation time for yourself, you're not going to be good for anybody and certainly not for yourself. This is important. I know people who never take vacations, never take breaks, never cut it off, and that's why they're always so hard to work around. They're not good leaders. Their relationship skills are a whack because they're not taking care of themselves. But here's the next thing I want to share with you I think is important is that you have to really reset your agenda in alignment with your purpose. See what really gets a lot of us sometimes is that we are adding stuff onto our schedules that's not in alignment with our purpose. We're saying yes to everything. Yeah, I'll do this. Yeah, I'll do that. In this Zoom age I've found out, you know, that everybody wants me to be on a Zoom. Can you come on a Zoom and people will call you the day before hey, we're having a Zoom, and can you come on at 8 o'clock? Or I'll look at my schedule sometime, and out of guilt, I'll say, yeah, I got, I got 30 minutes, I can jump on the Zoom. But I realized that's the time I had set aside to rest, to take care of me. So all of a sudden now you start encroaching upon your rest time, and filling those empty spaces with more stuff to do. And it has nothing to do with your purpose. You have got to set those boundaries. I talked about that in a previous podcast. You got to set those boundaries and you got to get to a place where you say enough is enough. I just can't do it. I can't boil the ocean. I can't say yes to all this stuff. At some point, I'm just going to have to say no. And so I've learned recently now to say no and it's been working out very well for me, the ability to say no to people and say I just can't do this or I can't do that because I've got some other things I'm trying to do, like take care of me. (laughs) Just because you have two or three hours of nothing to do, Sitting around your house with your family and watching TV doesn't mean you have to answer the phone and create a meeting, send a text to just appear to be active and working. Man, get to a point in your life where you reset your agenda. Get all this stuff that has nothing to do with your purpose off of your agenda and you will be amazed at how it would free you up to be more productive in the things you're actually called to do. But you know, the final thing that I I think that is essential here is get into a place and drum roll, please. (laughs) It is rewarding yourself. Do you know how many leaders never reward themselves? Let me talk about this for a little bit because I've seen people work all of their lives and save their money, save my money, I'm saving my money, and then they die. It's tough, right? What did you save it for? Don't get me wrong. You know, as much as I've talked to you guys about saving, putting something back for your future, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, not splurging, having great retirement, all those things are still in play. Don't get it twisted. What I am saying is that you've got to spend some of that money while you're living. You've got to go and take a vacation. You've got to go and sometimes buy something for yourself. You have to reward yourself for the work that you've done. If you're doing all the right things, if you're paying your time, you're investing your money, saving, putting things in place for your children, owning, appreciating assets, and you've got all these things in place and you're working your butt off, man, if you see a pair of shoes or you see a suit or a sweater or something you want from time to time, reward yourself. If you want to get on a plane and go to Hawaii or go to Mexico, reward yourself. You have got to feel good about doing that for you. All the philanthropy you pour out, all the things you give to other people and you don't give to yourself. Man, you got to live. You can't just throw it up to the place where you never enjoy it. I thank God for retirement. I thank God for when you get to that place where you're not working, you're in your 70s and you know maybe your 60s and your 70s and you're like, "Wow, I worked my life and now I can really sit back and do what I want to do." But even while you're working, What about in your 30s, your 20s and 30s and 40s? What about those moments when you just stop and say, you know, once a month, I kind of have a splurge day. And it's okay. I do it. I do it in terms of even eating. I eat healthy, take care of myself all month long. I have this one day a month where I just splurge. I want to do something for me. If I want a piece of cake, I eat it. If I want to, you know, to eat a, a turkey burger, I'll have it. That's just once a month but it's something I'm not going to deny myself the ability to reward myself out of guilt that I'm falling off an edge, a cliff or something. It is so important that you do that and you get over the guilt of rewarding yourself. You know, at some point you can buy the car you really want. At some point you ought to be able to do that without thinking twice about it. If you can afford it, you save your money, you got things in place. It's not going to put a threat on, on what you're trying to accomplish in your other dreams and things you set in motion then do what you need to do for you. I think that's one of the most powerful things that makes going to purpose and going to work and putting in the grind so incredibly powerful. I am not working to work. I'm working to live. In order to work to live, I got to be alive. In order to be alive, I got to be intentional about taking care of myself. So declutter your life. Remove yourself from all the negative things that get into your environment. Focus yourself as a next level leader and make the declaration today. You know what? I'm going to start taking care of me better. Even while you're hearing this, I know many of you have been taking notes and you've been saying, you know, I got to do a better job of that. Well, why don't you start now? Why don't you let this be the catalyst for you taking care? Of you. <laughs> CEO in me. I gotta take care of the person that's taking care of everybody else. That's your responsibility, too. I wanna thank you so much for listening. I hope this has been a blessing to you. You know, I really appreciate all of you, and Next Level Leaders is here for you. I want you to share with as many people as you can if it's being a blessing to you. And I would love to hear from you. Joseph Walker3 on Instagram. Send me a message and let me know how this has blessed you. I thank you so much and I appreciate you. I certainly am excited about your future. Listen, we'll be sharing now. For those of you that are interested in some sponsorship opportunities or next level leaders, if you'd like your business or organization to have exposure on this podcast, shoot me a message, Joseph Walker3, on Instagram and let me know limited spots for that. If you want to get your business out there, you want to get greater exposure to what you're doing, you can be one of the first to say, I help sponsor Next Level Leader. Boy, you're going to reach a lot of people. I want to thank you. And I appreciate you so much. And until next time, you keep on striving as a Next Level Leader. And remember, do something to take care of you. God bless. <coughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.